0: He has had three or four 14 year MGP rods
1: Barrel Proof here
0: at my house and that I like, shared with him I've I said, never recently. Had it. I said recently.
2: It was last week, dude. No, that was. <laughs> no, we had those, that, that was like last year.
1: Hello, and welcome everyone to episode 129 of the mashup. The best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. We're your hosts, Anthony, Kenny, and Steven. Hello,
2: Kenny. What's up, gentlemen? Not much. Hello, Anthony. Hi, I'm highly disturbed tonight. (laughs) Why? Um, Well, I had a situation today that was... Kenny, situation alert. I'm listening. I'm all ears. This was like a situation of all situations. So, you know, I'm trying to watch my weight a tiny bit, okay? When I say watch my weight... So one Dairy Queen? One Dairy Queen... (laughs) No, less going to the uh, the cafeteria that I've so talked about my loathing that I still eat at at the uh, the place where I work. Steamed university. university, yeah, the esteemed, <laughs> the esteemed local university, the cafeteria. So when I go there, I tend to overeat. So today I was trying to make a healthier choice, and so I was like, you know. I'm going to walk my large butt over to the student center and I'm going to go get me a coffee and just a breakfast sandwich. And this was at like noon, you know? So I'm like, that's, you ever done that before where you think like somehow in your mind that's healthier than what you were going to do, which is go eat like copious amounts of food that's not good for you, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So everything's normal. Order my coffee, order my sandwich. And then the way this works is you walk down to the end of the counter because it's set up inside of a bookstore. So there's this massive counter and you got to walk all the way to the end to, to receive your goods right. when it's ready. Coffee comes right up. They're like, hey, yeah, uh, you know, I always, I always say Tony because sometimes people get confused with Anthony. So they're like, coffee for Tony. I'm like, yep. Go get my coffee. And then the person who's working on the sandwiches, I hate when they do this. Instead of coming to the end of the counter and announcing the names on the sandwiches. Just lay them there. They even just lay them there. Like, I got a bagel, I got this one, and I got the sausage and cheese, and then lays them down. Okay. And so I'm like sausage and cheese, that's me. I see other people grabbing their bags. I start to walk over there cuz I was pretty far away. And this 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 girl comes approaching from the side and I'm like, "Oh, maybe she got a sausage and cheese too." She doesn't say anything. She just puts her hand right on top of the bag, you know, the Starbucks, and starts like feeling around. She's, like, caressing the top of the bag. <laughs> yeah. She's, and so I'm like. So uh, there was a layer of bag protecting it, though, right? <laughs> There's the bag. You don't okay. have the Starbucks sandwiches come in the bag. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so now she's got her hand on top of the bag. And I'm like, what is she doing? So then she starts to pick it up. And I'm like, okay, I can see my name now is written on that bag. And I'm like, oh, God, please don't take my sandwich. I don't want to like, chase her down to get it back or have to ask for another one. So she sets it back down. I'm looking at her now, and she touches it again. So now she's touching it a second time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, And so I look and I'm like, I'm about ready to say something. And so she finally realizes. She sees my name on it and she's like, sets it down. Or no, it stops touching it, right? And so I go over and I pick it up and I just said, are you okay? And I couldn't tell if she was embarrassed or not. She kind of just looked at me and then just walked away. And I'm thinking to myself like, Okay, at least she hit on the other side, so she was waiting for a sandwich. But I was highly disturbed that my yeah. sandwich was fondled. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Who fondles? If you, know it? It,
0: if you don't know it's yours, you don't do that. You just go kind of, yeah, slightly you, pick up the edge of the corner. What to look was at the she name. feeling uh, for? I, uh, I don't uh, know. An edge of a sandwich. Well, that's what i was cool, thinking, what? like you know,
2: like Starbucks has different types of breads, so maybe like she didn't see the name and thought like she could feel hmm. what the sandwich was. That's but the only it's explanation. Easier to look at a label. But, you know, like one at of these college students rolling out of bed at noon, like, I'm going to go over to the student center and touch somebody's sandwich. So I know that's not a uh, a, a bourbon thing, but, uh, you know, it made me want to drink some bourbon thinking about it. Now I'm like, man, that was kind of traumatic.
0: You well, know, I had, a, I had a little bit different food experience. It was really good. Oh, OK. All right. All right. We like. Have food. you ever been to. He
1: went to a Starbucks dressed as a woman. <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and he started feeling around. Sandwiches feeling
2: i knew it was you can the whole
0: time steve is brilliant Uh, all right oh have you ever been to bardstown bourbon company we went there for
2: uh the blue run draft Yeah, yeah yeah
0: okay they actually have some of the best food around it was amazing we did have some of their food and it was good good, so i had their fried chicken just the other day
2: at bardstown yes okay so
0: i got invited to do uh some barrel picks there uh with some guys out of new york Oh, this is what you were talking about the other yeah, day. Right. We were all jealous of you. And you had yeah, three-barrel oh, three picks Steven. in one day.
2: And Steven oh, had a physical day. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
0: <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's the third story. Anything you got a story, I got a story. Stephen's got a good story. Uh, there you story. go. Yeah. Now yes, yeah, so I had, We went down there, did a barrel pick, and then after the barrel pick, we all had lunch. Uh, every appetizer we had, the fried chicken, everything was just out of this world, amazing. So I think I, I mean I like think I like the food better than their bourbon. To be honest with you, oh, but, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, high compliments you, for the <laughs> bourbon
2: over their stuff. Really yeah, good food, yeah. <laughs> just really good food. Cause they got good. They got good bourbon over there.
0: No, it actually so. was good. It is good bourbon too. And they're doing some big things. Like they're actually huge. Their actual growth. When we're t- when we're doing the tour. Uh, the guy was talking and just, I mean, they are just killing it, and they are building Rick house after Rick house oh, yeah. after Rick house. That's what we it saw. When we we're there. insane. Was,
1: everything looked new, new yeah. concrete everywhere, and the Rick houses were as far as you can Yeah, out.
0: they are contract distilling for so many different places, to where they're making money hand over fist just doing the contract distilling. So that allows them to have play money to do their own they're able to do a lot more trial and error and try different mashes and different yeast and try this and try that and whatever else i mean they're doing they're just it allows them to play around more nice. because they're, they're playing with house money basically they're making all the money that's right contract distilling just like filling around for a sandwich right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was good and then they headed up the road back to lexington Okay. You ever been to Wilderness Trail? No.
2: Uh, No, I've never been there. there.
0: A gentleman named Macaulay uh, was their single barrel program director. And when Gampari bought Wilderness Trail, he left. And he is actually a new startup. Him and this gentleman named David. Uh, a new bourbon label whiskey label called dark arts
2: oh yeah you mentioned them and we had a whole fun time yeah, talking dark, about dark their farts. Uh, dark farts dark farts yeah. steven said it was a wiccan uh, experience or something <laughs> yeah, like that we yeah went something there. like that no,
0: it was cool man um, it was really cool really cool experience it is here in lexington just off of like Leestown road area okay and they have three of their core products uh one is an ambarana and it's similar to already ones where they finish it with the Ambarana staves. It's not finished on the barrel. They fin- they actually stave finish it. Okay. And then they have a they have a, a bourbon finish in French oak, I believe. Okay. And the one that I thought was really unique. Chernobyl finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Oh. I don't know why I was thinking of like uh you know, graphite, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> they call that the lantern bottle. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you, yeah. You're glowing lantern glowing. finish. No, just dark, dark arts. I don't know. I'm thinking about weird stuff. Go ahead. And then
0: the one that I liked a lot, it was really unique. Uh, 51% corn. Okay. 39%, I think it was malted raw and 10% raw. So it's a 51.49. Okay. My old picks was a 51.49, but my 49 is malted barley. Mm. There's is 49 raw. So that's actually, it was actually very good. That's their core products. And then they have a lot of 9, 10, some 11 year barrels uh, from MGP that they'll use for a single barrel pick program as well. Ooh, delicious. Mm. So, if anybody's listeners uh, are involved in any kind of groups that do picks or you got some stores doing some picks, they ought to look up Dark Arts, um, contact Macaulay over there and see about getting set up. It was a lot. We tried maybe eight barrels. Oh, nice. And only maybe two weren't great. And the other. Six were actually all very good. So so where is this going to be available? Is this somewhere I can go buy it, or is it a pick group that you did it for? Well, we did this for a pick group for the single barrel picks. Okay. But their core products are still very good, and they're like 89 bucks. And they're available in Lexington? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Um, I've, I've seen definitely seen them at Justin's House of Bourbon. Okay. Um, but I think it's uh, there's like six-year-old and it's eighty nine bucks for their three different core products. I'll bet. So and then I think you're around one fifty, one sixty for their ten year single barrel picks, but that'll be with a group potentially, I guess. Okay. Or a liquor store could probably do a pick as well. Is it their own juice or they they have contacted out? They are MGP sourced, um, primarily. They might have I don't know, they might venture out to get some other stuff as well. But so that's the whole thing. So we asked Macaulay how the dark arts thing. And there's a lot of stuff in there about alchemy in there. Okay. So basically he's like, Yes, we're a quote unquote distillery. But we don't distill. Oh. So what they're really doing more of is the blending, tasting. When's this barrel ready? Does it need longer? Should we finish it in this? Finish so it's the the whole alchemy side of it's what the whole dark arts type label stuff is. I like that. That's so, like Walter White. And they're not they're not full of crap. <laughs> Think about how many distilleries are like, hey, we're a distillery, and they have oh, some yeah. story about their great 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 grandparent you know distilled moonshine on this farm doing something something and now they come up with this when it's really all sourced stuff they're like no it's sourced MG- right but mgp makes some incredible bourbon incredible whiskey incredible rise so nothing wrong with that you know
1: nice when you say dark arts it makes me think of the netflix series uh dark tourist you ever seen it i've not it's pretty good it came out several years ago dark what tourist Tour- okay like guy who goes around yeah, the world yeah. and like okay. just weird weird things that he sees and oh nice it's pretty cool Similar
0: to Tiger King? The better. Okay.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he goes around the world and sees weird things, maybe he's gone around the world and seen an uh, unidentified female touching a Starbucks sandwich. <laughs> where's, where's Waldo, basically?
0: I just won't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm writing that down, actually, because uh, I need something new to watch. There, there you go. Dark tourist. Yeah, and then when we got finished up, uh, they're also in the same building, is Rare Character. Oh, they're it's sharing a building. Is that yeah. kind of like a ghost kitchen? Rare um, <laughs> character was there first. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so they have two separate areas, uh, I believe, where they do like most of their aging per se. But uh, they do share bottling lines. I so, mean, it's smart, you know. You get, yeah, you know that way you're cutting down money. Yep. each person saves. Yeah. So I got the thieves some out of the barrel there with Chad. Okay, uh, was that fun? Oh, it was. It's, yeah. it's always a good time, man. Just, I mean, yeah. if you're thieving, it's just it's always a good time to thieve from a barrel. It just seems to taste better that way. If I show up at Rare Character and I just say, "Hey, I know
2: Kenny. Can I try some stuff?" Will they just will they let me in?
0: Well, see, Chad was a manager at Total Wine. He knows how
2: you are and who you are. <laughs> but you so kno- don't. Know. Just show me your keys. You'll be fine. But you didn't know that I was a back door manager, and I actually used to. Chad <gasps> oh. used to work for me. See, he finally admitted it. Y'all heard, <laughs> heard it here. here tonight. So if you I went over there, it. you think he'd let me, or you think he'd hold that Total Wine thing against no, me? No,
0: dude. Jeez, he's, he's cool. Yeah, just tell him. Tell him uh, you don't have to tell me. You know me, just tell him. You know,
2: all right, Stephen. We're going we to tomorrow. Uh, call off a uh, sick in the morning. We're going to take a trip over there, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna see Chad and thieve, thieve some barrels. All right, sir. Yeah, and by thieve, I mean we're not even gonna stick the little dinghy in there and then actually thieve the uh, whiskey. Just the we're barrel. just gonna roll them right out the back
1: door. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what a backdoor manager would do, right? <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> like Jim Morrison. So, fellas, this week for
2: a review we go to our friends on facebook that's right you know you can find us in multiple places and so this was actually a a facebook review from dalton smith and he said honest reviews by local experts we've got the uh we we've yeah we're local experts (laughs) now he said highly recommend and it was short and sweet but he gave a five-star rating and that was awfully nice of him do we know i don't know dalton smith do you know dalton smith i don't know can I he? know Dalton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. It's an inside job. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No. No. Yeah,
0: I know Dalton, man. He's a cool dude. I've met him four or five times. Okay, Ohio guy. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And, uh, he, and i messes a little bit, and he did start listening uh, to the pod and enjoys it. So that's awesome. He really well, does. If
2: he's an Ohio guy and me with my Ohio lineage, my brother from Ohio, so it's nice to have you listening. O W A man. O W A man. Yeah. I'm a, I'm just going store to store more red label, please. <laughs> It's wild how much of that they get,
1: though. I know. And if you'd like a shout-out, just leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And next time we record, we'll give you a shout-out. So, fellas, speaking of MGP, this week's
2: bottle is a bottle of old
1: Ezra 7-year straight rye whiskey.
2: Oh, yeah. So, this uh, Ezra straight rye whiskey comes to us from Luxco. Luxco was recently purchased by MGP, or now known as Ross and Squibb. The bottle date is 2023. The ABV on this is fifty-seven percent. The proof is one hundred fourteen. The age is stated at seven years. It's a blend of two mash bills: so fifty-one percent rye mash and a ninety-five-five rye. And the MSRP on this is
0: seventy-nine ninety-nine. Very nice. Very nice. I just could have swore though any store I've seen it, it was ninety nine.
2: <laughs> well, actually, here's the thing: so they state the MSRP at seventy nine ninety nine, and I have seen it at an ABC store in North Carolina. I'll tell that story here in a moment. But in Lexington, all the Ezra products that are the seven year age stated or above, so that's like your Rebel products, Rebel Yell, um, the premium age barrel strength Ezra's, they're all hundred north of one hundred dollars. So I don't right, know what's yeah. going off this a Kentucky thing or whatever, but yes, this bottle in Kentucky I think is ninety nine ninety nine. First thing about the bottle, that was a hell of a pop. It was. It was a beautiful sound. It it has a nice uh, synthetic cork in it with a wood topper, and it did. It sounded nice I Can't even. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm. It is nice. That's good. That's very good.
0: Now, um, although it is true that this does come from Luxco, yes, this exact bottle actually comes from Julius. Oh, it does. Yes. Very nice. When Julius came over to sip one night, he brought that and gave it as a gift. Oh, that's, that's a, a great nice. guy. That's a really nice gift. Well, I think he felt, I mean, probably felt baffled because I spent like $800 in sushi at his restaurant. <laughs> so says, How can I pay him back for $800 with a sushi?
2: Kenny's bill was 400 so we'll give him a Luxco, uh an yeah. old Ezra,
0: Ezra next. Do <laughs> not know. go eat sushi there when you're a little bit tipsy. Uh, you will rack a bill up. If you go over the $1,000 marks, he could bring you a pappy's. Uh No. <laughs> probably in Japanese whiskey, also. <laughs> and I was really appreciative of that because i've never had this one and i've had the old ezra seven bourbons have y'all okay. experienced those
1: i've had an old Ezra seven
0: yeah um it was full of flavor don't get me wrong but it was in my opinion kind of hot to be hot mm-hmm. it was a 114 proof it drank more like a 125 if that makes any sense um but that was also i'm assuming that was heaven hill juice that's who they used to buy get all their stuff from yeah, so I'm um, I'm curious to see what this MGP one tastes like.
2: Yeah, so real quickly on the mark with the bourbon. Uh, the first time I got a bottle of Old Ezra 7-year-old bourbon at cast strength, I remember it very vividly. I went to a Kroger. I saw it sitting there and I picked it up and looked and I said, "7-year-old 117 proof bourbon for 40 dollars It was probably 44 back It then. was 44.99 and I was like, "45 bucks, boom. Bought it." I actually liked it. It was a little hot, like you said. But it was flavorful. But I remember thinking, Very like, flavorful. man, this is going to be a go-to bottle. And then the next time I saw it, it was sixty bucks. And the time after that, I saw it was seventy bucks. And now, yeah. when you see it, it's a hundred dollars or yeah. one hundred ten. Yeah, I think it's one hundred nine. One 109.
1: 109. Yeah. It's kind of like the old Grandag one fourteen. That was like thirty, and now yeah. it's kind of slowly
0: climbed. Yeah, it is climbing no, up fast there. As this, Those are not aged that I don't think.
2: Yeah, they aren't so, age stated, but it's they were like what twenty five bucks. Now they're up to thirty, thirty five bucks, yeah. and I'm sure they'll keep checking the price. It's out. Probably be allocated soon. Yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> I'm sure, but I don't know Beam. You know, they have a good good thing. Beam uh, always puts a lot of product out when they do things. So, so gentlemen, do you know much about the old Ezra brand? No, just early in my bourbon journey. I remember I don't know if that was just came out or was popular back then, and I remember trying an old of Seven. Okay. I have some
0: amazing old Ezra sitting behind me.
2: So the old Ezra that you have sitting behind you, that has got to be, what What years are those? Do you know uh, what year they I've are? got
0: some 80s. Okay. Uh, I think maybe even possibly a late 70s and definitely eight, definitely some 80s stuff, uh, early 90s maybe. Okay. But so, I think a lot of, some of mine's Heaven Hill sourced and then some of mine I've been told, I thought it was like Medley or something else, I don't know. Right. So that's, what's in- interesting about this is the first thing I have to tell
2: you guys is old Ezra. So I assumed when I saw Ezra Brooks, that's the brand that we're mostly familiar with, mm-hmm. I was looking for a person. Now, this is something I learned when I did a I did a podcast slash YouTube episode with Arsenic Culture. We actually opened an old Ezra decanter on that episode, and I paid attention and listened to some of the knowledge that they were kicking in that episode. It's crazy, but old Ezra is not actually a person. There's no Ezra Brooks <laughs> in really? history. It was a made-up person in the nineteen. 19- 20s or something to mm-hmm. basically sell a whiskey brand 20s or 30s or something like that now,
0: i have ezra brooks right from the mid 70s right in and ceramic that, decanters right but old ezra i still have some of the ones to say old ezra like rare sipping whiskey whatever that's right. 80s 90s
2: yep and so real quickly to kind of go through this in a flash what happened was is this brand was created because at the time jack daniels was very popular and they couldn't keep up the demand of Jack Daniels. So this company saw an opportunity. I think it was called like 21 Brands or something like that. And so they put together this whiskey, that's, this, this brand, and they're kind of selling it. And then they actually start distilling it in like the 1950s. Um, Frank Silverman uh, was the guy who's credited with creating the brand. And it gets bottled by the Hoffman Distilling Company in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, <laughs> um, basically from the 50s all the way up through the 70s. And do you know who the Hoffman Dill- Distilling Company was uh, owned by? The Rippy Brothers, and so Lawrenceburg means Rippy Brothers means what? Means I think Turkey-ish, right? Over by
0: Turkey, somewhere over there. Yeah, I mean, well, Wild Turkey have they have the W.B. Saffo, the old Rippy or rippy or whatever it is, right? And that stuff, yeah.
2: yeah, so somehow or another, those lineages cross, and then by the nineteen seventies, it's out of business, and then it gets purchased by Medley. That's what you're talking about. That you might have some Medley juice. Was, it. Okay. Yeah, it got purchased by Medley, and then it was made by medley up until it was purchased uh, by glenmore then transferred over to united then over to heaven hill okay and then it made its way over to um luxco who bought it in, in, in i think 93 ish yeah um yeah it was purchased so it was, by was medley luxco. Though? so it was medley yeah, at some okay, point okay, it FBI, had a bit of heaven
0: hill because I've got a couple of my bottles. They were way more expensive. Okay. Because the UPC was supposed to be like, I guess, a medley UPC. Oh, there you go. Versus my other one at Prefire Heaven Hill UPC. Right? Okay. Okay, that makes sense now.
2: Yeah. And what's funny is, I think when we drank that decanter, it was a, it was a Laurel and Hardy decanter. <laughs> it was so cool that they had me on to do that because it was actually really good, tasty, dusty juice. But um, you know why they were using those decanters, right? Just to just to sell the whiskey because... The original tater bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they couldn't the old man tater bottle right right they had to have them because they weren't selling any whiskey and that was a way for them to sell Mm -hmm. whiskey by using the collectibles so it's a little incomplete history there. half of arsenic culture when i was on with them and then i I followed up a little bit and read a little bit on bourbon beach really good resource if you uh, ever are looking for whiskey history so got to give him a shout out
0: sweet i do have a favorite ask sure so I, I did not know until I saw your notes and you read it okay that this is a blend of their 51% rye and 95.5. Right. But I do have right in front of me a Traverse City Whiskey Company. Oh, from Michigan, right? Straight rye. Okay. Now, this one is called Boat Ride. Uh, Michael Parker, local guy, gifted me this bottle. Okay. Um, but this is a seven-year-old, 117 proof from Legacy, Legacy Group. Ryan Lay, Chicago guy. But this is a so seven-year, 117. This other one's seven-year, 114. I'd like for you to pour me this. Oh, we're blinding blind, you. Blinds, so if, okay. if that's all right. Yeah, we could do Does that Did I do that? that? You? Yeah. All
2: right. All right. Which glass is clean? That one You could hand to me. hmm Okay.
0: I've got it. All right. Sweet. Thank you. All right.
2: You're, so awesome. So Kenny's officially blind on this, and gents, let's nose. And as per the usual, we have one glass each, and uh, Kenny has two. So have fun over there, Kenny. There's some ethanol on the nose there's some rich caramel rich rich like nice and sweet caramel sweet caramel which is actually one of the things i love It's look actually for divine in a, caramel and it is really i like the tasty. nose on both of mine so yeah. that's good yeah okay well that's good because yeah this nose is good um this is really nice nose a little vanilla nice spice too like you know how sometimes you get spice and it's like draws you up it's a little aver- like averse on a nose um the the spices are uh, they're smelling nice. It's like a nice uh, simmering potpourri spice a little bit. A little floral. Got some oak. Yeah, nice here. Caramel, oak, florals. Liking where I'm at right now. So as we're, as we're swirling and nosing here, I think that MGP rye is something that I really liked even more than bourbon when I started tasting MGP products. Does that make sense to you
0: guys? They they have, at least to Kenny? No, they have killer ryes. Yes.
2: So I was late to the MGP train. Like when I first started getting serious about bourbon, I was like, oh, I got to get serious about bourbon. I wasn't even drinking rye. I wasn't even thinking about rye. And then when I first tasted it, I'm trying to remember what rye first set me off into that journey. But it was like when I first tasted a good MGP rye, it was only like five or six years old. And I really enjoyed it, even more so than like the big guys and their rye offerings and stuff like that. So I'm actually really excited to taste this because I don't remember having a well-aged MGP rye recently. Like, What would you consider a well-aged rye? because it ages faster than bourbon so I think anything over 6 Six. but I, I think when you too. get into like the 12 to 15 year range
0: with MGP I'm shunning him Steven Why are you shunning him He has had three or four 14 year MGP rods barrel proof here at my house that like, I shared with him I've I said never recently had it. I said recently It was last week dude No that was <laughs> No Well, we had
2: those that was like last year That was last year when we tried those <laughs> Come on I'm I remember on him. No I remember that's what I
0: was <laughs> saying <it>. <laughs> Get him worked up.
2: <laughs> I literally, I have two of those bottles.
0: No, no. So here's the thing for me. When I say the other day, yeah. It can be last week to about two and a half, three years ago. Okay. All right. I so my you. recently and your recently <laughs> are sounds totally like, different. Like uh, a kid. I got you. Oh, it is. It's like yesterday. Oh, it, it was uh, like four weeks ago. I promise <laughs> you. When I say the other day, it could be up to about two years for real. Well, I know so, that
2: uh, one time when I did get to try some well-aged stuff that I was just talking about, it was here. Yeah. It was probably about a year ago. And I have had the opportunity to try some other stuff. But I've never, I'm always jealous of those guys, those Willet guys that have the, t- the 18 to 25 year older eyes, the Gold Top. I think they're um, Gold Top ones those aren't even anything I'll, I'll probably ever get to see or drink it's like those I old have never house rise and all that 21 year, 23 yeah. year all that stuff and that you gotta ask yourself why was there 22 year old rye sitting around because sure. i think distillers didn't Forgotten. know what to do with it yeah. Yeah. yeah they didn't know what to do with it they're like oh, you can't release a lot this. Of the old school they didn't they don't like rye yeah they don't like rye
0: so they're like yeah, russell they don't like rye so like
2: why'd they make it in the first place uh, I, don't I don't
0: know, know. it was, it was like an experiment either. they Might didn't like it uh, for. Might have been a surplus. Sat on it of grain. I don't know. Who knows? i no idea.
2: love to know more about that. I guess maybe it was just popular at one point. in time. I wonder what the angel share those on those barrels are. Yeah. Here you go. Cast strength. 22-year-old bourbon. Six, six bottles. Open the barrel. <laughs> yeah, six. Hey, some of those King Kentuckys do have like six bottles that get out of a whole entire barrel, which I don't even know how those are drinkable, but. Well, Jim, let's go for our first taste. <laughs> All right. Yes, I'm tasting. <laughs> He's tasted. Kenny got ahead of it. Oh, man. Oh, so those of you might recall, if you've paid attention to anything I've said about rye, the ryes that I like less are the ones that are more vegetably, (laughs) that are more garden like, that show a little bit more of the grain profile of the rye. I like it when they start to hit a certain age and turn a corner. And this one for me has started to turn a corner. There's a little bit of the finish that's a little bit off, but the front palate is like vanilla, caramel, maybe a little tobacco brown sugar um the spice characteristics sort of match with the flavors so there's not like a mismatch there i don't get any pepper i don't really like peppery finishes this is not a peppery finish to me it's got a, um, it's got a little spice on it though like a pepper what is the spice is yeah. it pepper yeah let me see again i just said i don't like peppery finishes but
1: you're I saying it's like peppery it, i don't know, i felt like it was pepper
0: i think it's i think i know which one's which and I don't really pick up pepper on it. I just get more of a numminess like a baking spice numbing, not a pepper pepper. Because it it's not it's proof still. That's proofing. Maybe it's white pepper, the elusive white pepper. White pepper though affects in in your throat, right? Right.
2: No,
1: it's, not, it's a little bit more. It's like after.
2: All right. Right. I don't get like a strong. I can tell usually when I get a strong peppery finish. This yeah. is um. This is a different kind of a spice. Hey, it's Italian spices. That's what it is, Stephen. It's Italian spices. <laughs> you should have seen his face. He's looking at me out of side eye. I got side eye on that one. I love it. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just messing with you. This is delicious. Well, you don't know which one's
0: which. I know which one's which. Do you know which one's which? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and here's the thing. I, I actually might be totally wrong. Mm. The reason I think I know is the one of these tastes definitely like a 95.5. Okay. And if I had not known ahead of time that it was a blend of 51 rye and 95 mash bill, then I would not know which one's which, but I believe yeah. I do know which one's which based on that. Okay. But both well, these are great, so kudos to both of these.
2: Yeah. some I'm, I'm liking what I'm tasting here. I mean, so far, I don't know if I could pick up how it stacks up against other MGP ryes. Another one that comes to mind is Smooth Ambler, sourced a lot of good MGP rye. Even at younger ages, I've had some four- and five-year-old Smooth Ambler rye that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this does have – I will criticize a little bit. The finish – like Stephen was saying, I don't know if it's pepper. I still haven't quite picked it out. It's some kind of um, something. that's a slight bit astringent, bitter on the back end. Yeah. It's, it's and that's the thing when something finishes like that, and you're kind of going, well, I want to be left with those sugary, like the nice sugary notes. The mm-hmm. the, the and you're not you're left the with like richness. A, you're like less slight burn, slight burn, a little bit of a the spiciness is a little bit. It draws you up a little bit. So I think I've got it. You guys have had black licorice, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a sweet black licorice and there's a black licorice that has like a more rich, dank, black licorice taste to it, right? <laughs> I don't know how to describe what that is. But I think you just did. The non-sweet black licorice, mm-hmm. that finish is kind of where I'm at. I think it's a coriander seed spice. Um, I think that's really what is getting me here. So that sort of, it's like a whole seed spice that is characteristic of black licorice. And I think that's coriander.
0: Let me go ahead and uh, guess these real quick so I can join the rest of y'all's conversation. I don't like black licorice. I don't
2: have any. So, you don't like black licorice? You you don't get that at all?
0: No. Okay. Well,
2: I don't know what your finish is then. You got to tell me what it is.
0: Um, I'm going to say that this glass is the Traverse City and this is the old Ezra. You are 100% right, Kenny. Okay. The Blind
2: King is uh, still in check over here. Yeah, but
0: it's not. It's a blend of 51. But no, this is is caramel, bro. It's caramel. It's sweet. This This is delicious. Yeah. That's it's a nice good. it's got nice uh nice flavors now that i verified which one's which i want you pour more
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you julius <laughs>
0: well here, here's the thing and i'm just i was too dumb to look on the back of the label to see that it was indiana yeah because the bourbon i've had the old ezra seven flavorful yes but just hot to be hot not something i want to pick up and enjoy i think so i remember that this dude this is a different animal um it's, wow
2: so now I'm getting a little bit bothered here because. You should be real bothered when you told me the other day. Yeah. So here's what happened. When I was on vacation this past year, because Kenny
0: loves, knows how much I love vacation. Dang, you have to. You can't say you were on vacation. I can say I was on vacation. Steve can say he was on vacation. Which <laughs> one of your 16 vacations so we know where to pinpoint and track this at? Go ahead. So this is my annual
2: North Carolina. When he was remote. Family vacation. Yes, when I was remote. No. Um I go down to the ABC stores in the yeah. little sleepy beach town area there and they have this on the shelf for I believe I don't know what the MSRP, but I believe it was under eighty dollars. I think it was seventy bucks. Yeah. And they had it deep on the shelf and I remember looking at it. I picked it up and I looked at it and I thought, seven year old MGP Rye has to be good. But because I have a lot of bourbon, I just kind of thought, you know what? I don't really need to take a flyer on it. I should have just man. bought a damn bottle and opened it at the beach, and then I would have went back you and cleared have the bought, shelf. You I would have cleared the shelf.
0: Got to be that 51% rye blended into there. Yeah. Because that 51% rye where it's that lower rye probably has more bourbon-esque mm-hmm. qualities. I mean, I, I enjoy 95.5s, but this is, this is man, the this, this caramel on this and the sweetness on this. Yeah. I'm a sweet
2: whore. Smooth out a little bit of the uh, pininess that wow. you get in a 95.5. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, well-aged rye. The older, the older it gets, it turns back into more of like bourbon-esque type flavors. Right. Um, especially, like, here's the thing. I've never had a, an older age 95.5 rye. Most all the old ryes are... Probably fifty one percent, fifty six percent type stuff. Okay, I wouldn't know. So um, <laughs> now the oldest ones you had, those were ninety five five MGP rods. Okay, like, that's I that thought. What is that? Will from that? From that Maryland series.
2: The yeah, will it was. Um, I think it was a ninety five five. Okay, yeah, but it was an older age. That's their own product, though. They distill some ninety five five. Will- yeah,
0: yeah. You guys want to try something on air real quick? You got clean glass? Sure. All right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pull some out of the drawers here. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So a little uh, older aged rye this, here. I mean, this smells bourbony. It is. So this is bourbony. A Kentucky rye. So this will be that narrows the field down 50, <laughs> 51 to fifty-six percent rye mash. So this is, this I'm is assuming
2: not the stuff that George Washington was drinking back when Michter's was making it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
0: Uh, so this um, actually knows uh, this right here, Stephen, real quick. So that is the 95.5 mgp rye. So that's the one I had blind. Is that one? So that's more of that dill pickle that kind of yeah. Okay. Pump. Okay. Right. And then that old Ezra we had was the blend of 51 and 95 together. Right. Well, this is just 51 to 56 only. So that's why it's more bourbon esque. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, that's nice.
0: The nose is really nice. But this should be. Uh, this is this is amazing. If any of our listeners have had uh, Booker's Rye, this actually rivals Booker's Rye. Are you serious? It's not Booker's well, Rye. Don't get me wrong.
2: Well, that's one of my tops, so.
0: Yeah. This, this, this actually rivals it, in my opinion. What is your top rye as we're talking about it? Don't you say it. Don't you say Van Winkle Rye. Me? Yeah. Okay. My top rye would be um, Alves got me. I was at his house. It was the Rittenhouse 23 or Rittenhouse 25, one of the two. Just old school, 23, 25-year-old rye, just off the charts. Okay. Well, I actually am going to say my top three rides
2: are something maybe that we just tasted here. That's damn good. I just this took a sip. Is, I'm telling you, Ooh, this, this is this is
0: Booker's raw caliber, bro. Seriously, <sighs> that's good. Um, and the finish keeps going. I, I can barely talk. But the um, last time I timed this, it was a 60 second finish
2: for me. I mean, it's still going, and I'm trying to talk yeah. here, and I'm still still going. <laughs> so top three for me is probably two things. Actually, I think I've tasted them all here. I don't think I own a bottle of any of them. I really like wild turkey Christmas rye. Right. So if you guys are taking tabs and you want to get together with my wife and also get me a gift, uh, I've done that before. I'd like, yeah, I'd like the Christmas rye if my wife's willing to spend money on me and you guys can facilitate that. That was I've had I, that right. No, that was the only time oh, I ever you're had. Explain it to me. Like I think, explain it yeah. to you. That to me, and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it was just a night, but I loved that. I thought it was one of the best ryes I ever tasted. I don't know what year it was. Nothing, Kenny, you might remember then i think booker's Rye is think probably was number, 88 but 88 okay number two for me is probably booker's rye and this is rivaling that and yeah. then number three is probably the van winkle rye yeah um
0: that i tried now is it my 2010 or how this
2: 2015 i can't remember which one it was bored,
0: even though the 2010 is that 19 year old medley cream of kentucky right i'm borderline thinking i like his 2015 that's a blend of that and some buffalo trays together, maybe, maybe better. Which one was it, the bottle share? Oh, that yeah. was the 2010. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that was about 2010. That was the one. It's fire. That I tried. And that and was it's really it's, good. it's more bourbony. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't even sipped this one yet. Have you all both had it? Mm-hmm. The one I poured, I'm going to try it. What do you part. think of it?
2: It's good. It's a little heat, not too much. The nosing's really good. Oh, yeah. It smells like a nice, like I'm in a mm-hmm. warehouse, like mm-hmm. having a time.
0: Mmm around this one it's it's that 45 second it's a 60 second finish it really is mm. and it's not the same finish like you're not tasting the same thing the whole time it's really changing yeah in your top of your mouth your tongue in the back of your throat and everywhere it just it really does it changes it's tasty love it so what is it it is a kentucky sourced rye 15 year old 130 proof Oh wow, it's one hundred thirty proof. Wow, doesn't drink. does drink. So that's why I had you nose the one that I blinded. Mm-hmm. So that's a ninety-five-five. That almost had like a cleaner nose, a cleaner. Uh, and and then the one that you tried earlier was the old Ezra, that's right. the blend of the fifty-one mm-hmm. and the ninety-five, and this is just all fifty-one to fifty-six. So doesn't have that ninety-five punch to it. It's very good. Wow, it really mellows out the proof. Mm. Yeah, it's so,
1: really
0: good. Good. It's really so good. good. So good. So. Gents, yes, sir. Would you
1: pass, try, or buy on the Old Ezra Seven Year Straight Rye
2: Whiskey? I'm going to yield on this one because I have a uh, I have some nuanced thoughts. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll go
1: first. Go first. All right. right. I was on the fence early on if okay. I'd be a pass or or try based on the nose or the palate. More more so the palate. Okay. Um, nosing I really liked, but I, I think I might I might have moved to a buy. Oh. On it, it kind of impressed me. Second pour, okay, and kind of grew to enjoy the the palate on it. All right, so it, it was a little warm, a little hot, but I mean, I enjoyed the flavors of it. So, and the nosing was awesome. That has a buy for me.
0: All right, yeah, um, I'm a buy as well. Um, I did not think I would like it. But that was not knowing it was m g p source totally now, when I saw the back of it, I'm like, "Oh, now I'm interested, yeah, once I tasted it, um that is delicious. They did a great job with picking the right amount of fifty one percent rye mash and ninety five percent rye mash on that. To me, this is a good rye this is a good segue for a bourbon person, so someone is not right. as I familiar you. with rye they don't love rye i have not been on a rye kick because of that fifty one percent rye that's in there. This, to me, is a good segue, because this is... Um, gives you familiar notes, but gives you something you got something the new. caramel, the brown sugar, right. the sweetness like you get in, in actually traditional bourbons, mm-hmm. but with some of that rye kick. So I'm a, 100% a buy even at Kentucky prices. So I'd be a buy at the 99 that's been around, not just the $79 that, that you passed on.
2: That's interesting,
0: because that's where I was going to go with it. I was going to say, are we going to buy this at 99
2: versus the $80? And honestly... When you think about it, carrying a seven-year-age statement, knowing that it might have older bourbon in it, I mean, sorry, older rye in it, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I think I'm going to make it a clean sweep here. Like, I'm actually really kicking myself that I walked past, past this. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and at a bargain price comparatively. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go a step further here. So I've tasted Blood Oath, which is the ultra premium Luxco. Now, granted, that's a different finish every year that comes in a wooden box and they got a whole bunch of stuff going on. I've tasted Rebel Yell, which is a premium weeded release that's sourced from Heaven Hill. I've tasted a regular bourbon. I think I actually like this the best out of what I've tasted. Now, I've tasted later Blood Oath. I've not tasted the early stuff. This is the best thing I've tasted that's from them. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. So that's what makes it a buy for me because if you're going to buy something from them, like once the Ezra got up in price, the old Ezra bourbon, uh, Mm -hmm. the seven-year, I was like, okay, I like this, but I liked it better when it was 60 bucks. Now, like, okay, this is yeah. tasting a lot of rise lately and some that are very underwhelming that have good heritage but are probably sourced at younger stuff. Yeah.
0: This is nice. This is really nice. If this was a seven-year 95.5, I would probably be a try. Right. Maybe a pass because I don't think it would have this flavor on this. Yep.
2: And I like the little dancing it did with the, with the spice. I might have used all different descriptors of spice, which probably led people. But, I mean, that's a good thing there because normally I'm not getting that much crazy yeah. play on a, on a –
0: all right. I don't know if there's many, how many Lexington listeners we have, but, you know, my boy Julius, he hooked us up with this bottle. So uh, definitely, if anybody's in here, uh, around here, I mean, I'll let me know and I'll get you a sample of this for free. I mean, there you go. Know. I mean, uh, it was gifted to me for free, so share the love, pass it on. But um, I would still recommend buying a bottle because it is that good, but yeah. uh, definitely get hook you up with a sample if you want it.
2: I have promised some samples out to some of our listeners, um, so I, I think this one's going to be one of them. Yeah, seriously, 100%, yeah. man. Yeah. So the last thing I want to say is, if you go down to uh, to get some sushi from Julius, I'm pretty sure he'll guard his bar better than uh, my Starbucks sandwich was uh, <laughs> guarded. <laughs>
1: guarded earlier,
2: I'm sure that you'll get your stuff served side without uh, someone touching it and caressing it. So gotta gotta end where we began, guys. Like I'm still thinking about that dang uh, the that touching caressing of my sandwich. I assume you ate it all.
1: Oh hell yeah, <laughs> I ate it all.
2: I mean, why wouldn't I? I was making yeah.
1: sure you didn't like get goes down through it away. no 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 and with that thanks for listening to this week's edition
2: please like and follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at the mashup ky don't forget to visit our partner bourbonoutfitter.com enter code the mashup for a special discount also let us know your thoughts on the bottom in the comment section until next time keep it neat